It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. I get the keys for just coming in and coming for music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Superman. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Better be Hulk Melon Body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, you no, know, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! You see what's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you blow the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not... You should stick with us. We're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. To my right, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin. Jay. Hey. <laughs> uh, on the line, he is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is next in line for the cowl. He is... Our intrepid cup reporter. He's Oz. Yeah, I don't think a kryptonite condom would actually kill him. I think you're correct. It might hurt, though. Yeah, but we've all taken one for the team, you know. Amen, brother. On the line as well, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic form, our nigh, invulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Moses Magnum. Hi. <laughs> you you all right, man? Yeah. Okay. I expected okay. to hear three one zero. Something, 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 something. I was trying to sound like Joe's mic. Oh. <laughs> for some for some reason, his mic is like in a wind tunnel. Yeah. Well. Really, I'm the one that's driving right now. No, you sound great, Alex. Like, you sound better than Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe's mic is sensitive, and then I think the fan might be pointing like towards it a little bit. So I I, I think you need uh, an engineer in the room to like turn his knobs. <laughs> Joe, I think Mo's making a pass at you, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm telling Mo, you, Mo, to pass Mo, Mo, Mo wants to turn your knobs if you know what he you know what he means. Oh, um. Yeah, I'm not doing anything later tonight. There you go. 
He's he's open, Mo. He's open. Like I don't know what knobs. Open? What? How do you know he's the receiver? <laughs> no, I don't know which one of these knobs to to twist. Do you, Moses? He actually sounded better now okay. than he originally did. That's good. Yeah. But anyway, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I'm the reason why the show isn't as good as it could be. I'm sorry. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. However, today we have a great show. It's actually pretty awesome because we're going to talk to you uh, a little bit about uh, Girl May Kill. We're going to do that. We're going to go ahead and talk to you a bit about um, Justice League of America. Uh, We're going to bring you the latest in comic book news and talk. And we're going to do or, and talk about whatever else you guys want to talk about. And we'll tell you how it is we can, or how it is you can get down with Fantastic Form, how it is you can make that happen in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We also like to thank our sponsor. Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. They will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. All you have to do is let them know what it is that you would like. They will go ahead and make sure, or you have to also make sure that you have a $10 minimum purchase and they will send them, like I said, anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Jeffries also deals in trade paperbacks and graphic novels. So if you like those, you can just let them know what you want. In fact, you get three. Mention Fantastic Forum. They're going to give you a fourth one for free. So uh, you can give them a call once again at... 310-538-3198. Indeed. You can do it now. They're open. So uh, I also mentioned I was going to tell you how to get down with Fantastic Forum, become the fifth member... There are a few different ways to do it. First and foremost, we have the All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. Such as, uh, well, Jay, Jay's busy. I guess I can insert a witty chat comment here. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking for the wittiest of witty chat comments. Mary Young in the house. That's from Tiger Claw. It's a slow chat day right now. Well, you know, they're all still celebrating the gay rights. Indeed. Not mad at that. Um, also, we have friggin' uh, our Skype line. <laughs> that happens. Skype's the free internet soft phone. It only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. You can go ahead and put Fantastic Forum in your contacts at the green button, and you will become the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. It's just that simple. You can do that, too. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I see that Tiger Claw came a little late. He was like, uh, Fantastic Forum, have either of you gotten Batman Arkham Knight? I know Oscar will love it since it's his... Whoa. Uh-oh. What? Whoa, What's, what was that? That's Oz. Oh, Oz! All of a sudden, like, <laughs> I 
Oz, now you sound like you're driving. <laughs> so, really? So, like I, driving I had my and, mic off. Oh, no, well, when you turned it on, I guess. I don't know. You sound like you're driving and typing, <laughs> which just sounds like a bad combination. <laughs> Look, but uh, Tiger Claw says, I know that Oscar will love it since his boy Nightwing is in it, too. Talking about Arkham Knight. And yeah, I had to kick Nightwing's, Nightwing's ass. You you kicked Nightwing's ass? Yep. Oh. If you do the Harley mission, you have to beat up Nightwing. Ah, there you go. So, are you are you enjoying it? Yeah, I I've been hearing a lot from a lot of people that it's broken, but I haven't seen anything that's broken about it. It's completely playable to me. I haven't had any problems. Gotcha, gotcha. And are you? I mean, do you feel like it's a fitting? end thus far to the Arkham trilogy? Um, I'm still kind of early on gotcha. in the game, but I mean, I, they made a big deal about it, but it's really just like the last two games, just, you know, the story's different, which is fine. It's what I expected. I just don't see why so many people are so disappointed that it's not more than that. Got it. That's like, it is what it was advertised to be and nothing more. Got it. Okay. No, I mean, can't be bad at that. I mean, the games seem like they've been pretty good. And I know that, uh, I mean, personally, you know, speaking for someone that hasn't finished Arkham Asylum yet still, uh, which, you know, I still play that game every so often. And every time I play it, I'm like, dude, this joint's great. <laughs> it's like, I can only imagine what, a more updated version of that game would be like. Well, yeah, they give up the stealth stuff, right? In what? In the newer iterations. Well, you know, actually, it's interesting because from what I've seen, and, you know, I, again, I haven't played it. It's only what I've seen because I know there was a lot of, I mean, because Ark of Night came out, it came out last week, um, because it came out so close to E3, they were basically showing and talking to people about every aspect of it, just about. And I know that the way they made it seem was like the AI is is kind of uh, is a bit better in this game because they're able to like catch on to your tactics after a little while. So well, like, I don't want that. Well, but that that's kind of a cool thing where, you know, it's like that you can use like the stealth stuff. But after a little while, they start like understanding what you're doing and then you have to move either to a different stealth tactic or start using other things in the environment to help, uh, you know, help you take those enemies out. So. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like they took the stealth stuff out. They just kind of gave it a new, a new, uh, a new twist. Just like how they did with the puzzles. Like it seems like they said the the puzzles uh, incorporate the fact that you have the Batmobile there with you a lot, and so you have some puzzles that you use the Batmobile to complete, and things like that. What a twist! Exactly. What a twist. Um, Tiger Claw wants to know what what do you think of the Batmobile in the game, Oz? If you've gotten that far, it's uh, oh yeah, you get it from minute one. 
Um, kind of tough to maneuver it in regular car mode. So usually you spend a lot of time in tank mode. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's easier to control. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's fine because it's kind of a powerful car. So driving through these like streets and making sharp turns, you're you're bound to fuck up some shit. Right. So I like the I like the fact that they cleared out the city, so you don't have to worry about running over innocent people. Ah, uh, all you do is run over criminals. <laughs> yeah, I've I've hit a few. On purpose. It's I fun. feel I feel like Batman wouldn't do that. Well, I'm sure they're not dead. <laughs> I don't know though. Who knows? Batman might hit you with his car, depending on who you are. Like if you're like yeah, Bane. Batman's or... got no problem breaking a bone. That that's true. Yeah, if you're like Bane or In fact, Croc, that happens early on where he just breaks a dude's arm. Just yeah. cause. Just cause. Shouldn't have been that dude in that place. That's cool. I look I look forward to playing that game eventually. I also like the um what is the the dual the dual combat aspect of that game? That's a cool thing. Like the Yeah, fa- that was cool. Yeah. The fact that- I like that better than stealth. <laughs> yeah, the the fact that they they took their combat to a whole nother level like that where you can there's like two people fighting and you can it's switch that, in between them and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's awesome. But that's not that other level because like Battlefield did that on the PC like back in the day. Battlefield, like, uh, how? What do you mean? Like Battlefield Two. Oh, but you mean like that's like switching between people shooting though, right? It's still combat. It's just not hand to hand combat. I don't know. I mean, I hear you. I guess, I guess, I feel like the hand-to-hand aspect makes it tougher because, and also, too, well, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, battle, I guess I'm sure the battlefield, if you can switch between people, the like, AI takes over. Between, like, the dude shooting on the ground and the helicopter with a turret, mm-hmm. or the guy flying the helicopter, or the guy manning the turret. Yeah. Like, can you guys get combos? I don't. I don't know. Can one guy but, like toss a person in the air, and then the guy in the helicopter uses the guy in the helicopter, and he shoots that guy out the air? Maybe not, but I don't care. Like that's some old last gen. No, <laughs> some old last cool. gen stuff. I mean the the combo. Like, look, if you could see me smile when you mention combos, <laughs> there it is. My argument would be dead, but you can't see me. So yeah, <laughs> there. That's like, it, you know what they call that combo if you could do it in Battlefield? They call that the skeet shoot. <laughs> skeet shoot achievement. It, you know what? If they could do shit like that in Battlefield, it probably would be more impressive. <laughs> there it is. They need to take need to take a cue from Rocksteady. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's cool. So I'm I'm happy. I for need them. to jump into the next gym. Yeah, you'll get there. It's, look, trust me, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So, so cool. How's everybody doing? Everybody feeling good? I feel like we were like on a holiday or something, but we were here last week. It was last week. Yeah, we were here last week. I know. But was there a holiday in between? No, there wasn't. It just feels like it. There's a holiday coming up, right? Uh, Fourth of July is coming. 
Um, yeah. This year, man. And we had Father's Day. I know you don't celebrate that. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? Because your dad left. My my dad my dad is around, you know. Yeah, but I mean, oh, it's me that doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like, it's like don't get me wrong. I mean, we don't do it real big or whatnot because my dad likes to do his own thing. But I yeah. call, I call him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we, I call him. I wish him a happy Father's Day. He says thank you, son. To him, it's a regular day. It's ignore Larry. Day. <laughs> actually called my dad on father's day did you really yeah wow like dad it's me Mo- uh-oh you said she said dad it's me moses uh-oh did we lose you mo oz are you still there i'm here oh okay i think i don't know Feels like yeah it kind of cut off it's weird oh okay you're back there you go i, ca- I called my dad on father's day and and I said, Dad, happy Father's Day. And he said, who's this? He said, it's Moses. He said, Moses who? Like, Moses, your son. And then he said, what? And then hung up. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. So, there it is. Well, I guess... uh... I guess we should go ahead and and get into it, huh? You guys, you guys ready to do some news? Yeah. Do you guys talk about the Sony Spider-Man news last week? Uh, you know what? Probably not. But hold on, let me play the news music. We should have a like, uh, like current, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. All right. So, which to which news is this that you refer, Oz? That uh, they when they hacked into Sony, they got a hold of the uh, the contract between them and Marvel as to what they can and can't do with Spider-Man. Oh, no. We didn't talk about that. Tell us about it. It had, you know, a whole bunch of stuff on, you know, like, Spider-Man doesn't kill, Spider-Man doesn't torture. But the interesting parts were that it specifically states Spider-Man has to be white, cannot be gay, and cannot be a woman. We talked about that last week. We did? I just asked that. The, the Stan Lee story, the commentary, was in reference to that email. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't know. I know that they, yeah. they had asked him, but I didn't realize that was why. Yeah, we didn't we didn't yeah. mention that part. I mean, it was a given. <laughs> but Oz, tell <laughs> us again. No, 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 no. Oz already told us. Oh, tell funny. us again, Oz. <laughs> Just for the third time. So, so wait now. So... Um, and did that? How did people react to that? Did that make people mad, or were they okay that that those were parameters for? Her? Is, it, is that the parameter? People didn't care because you guys didn't know about it. Because <laughs> I'm wondering, yeah. I'm like, if I mean, it's not so much that those are the parameters for for Spider Man as they are for like Peter Parker, right? 
Well, no, Spider-Man specifically. But, like, Spider-Man doesn't have to be white if he's Miles Morales, right? Well, that's not Spider-Man. That is Spider-Man. And this was before Miles Morales was even, you know, a wet dream. And this is for the original licensing agreement way back in the Tobey Maguire days. Oh, see, I oh, didn't know that. No, that, that makes it even before Tobey Maguire. That's right. like cartoon days. It's, why is it cartoon days? Because that's what came out before Tobey Maguire. Did Sony do those? I don't I think know. so. I, don't, I, I would think not because those have all types of different like I think Marvel does the anime kept their animation stuff didn't they maybe I don't know yeah but still I'm like yeah that's interesting I think uh yeah I don't I don't I don't have any problem with Peter Parker being all those things white and straight and male that's okay <laughs> hey now that Miles Morales is part of the regular Marvel Universe. Is he still Spider Man or Yeah. What, what do they call him? I think I think he's just Spider Man as well, which is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be confusing. Why is it confusing? Because there's two Spider Man. No, I mean I think they'll just, you know I'm sure that it'll be a joke in the Marvel Universe itself. But I mean realistically I just I don't think I'm sure people will just say Spider-Man and maybe like Miles Morales Spider-Man and that'll be the end of it cuz that isn't that what the title is the the title but of the what book do you mean? Is? but like it's well it's one thing for the titles I mean you can call this guy amazing Spider-Man that guy gay homosexual Spider-Man <laughs> or whatever but like what what do the people on the street call him like when the when they show up and they both have to team up to Save whoever J. Jonah Jameson, you know, what's he gonna call him when he yells at him? Is he gonna call him the N word? <laughs> that would be so messed up. That would be so messed up. I hope that doesn't happen. You know, Larry, in the tease at the beginning of the show, you didn't talk about what I was gonna talk about, but you that's okay. You didn't tell me. I know, because I wanted to unveil it in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, but. What is it going to be? Uh, it, 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 I only bring it up because it, it it does relate to Spider-Man, which is like I caught up with Amazing Spider-Man, the title, ah. with Peter Parker, where he's like not fucking the midget. <laughs> Wait, which which one is he not? Which one is that? That's just amazing. It's after Superior, right? And and Superior, he's banging the the little person. But in is it, well, I guess he's technically not. You're right in Amazing. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But he's lived. He lives with her. Yeah, but I mean, they make a whole point of explaining their relationship with him living together and everything. Yeah, like she's actually really cool about. I, I don't know. It, it, he should it try makes, to get a threesome going with Silk. It's it's not even that. It's more like uh, well, it's like a two and a half some. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I, I said he has his hands full with that one, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It it, it kind of. I take back my review of renew your vows. Mm-hmm. Cause it's kind of like, well, 
I'll get to the review later, but basically, Secret Wars sucks. The end. What? I'm te- I'm teasing it. Oh, okay. For when we do reviews. Okay, there it is. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, Miles Morales's comic is just gonna be. I think it's just Miles Morales Spider Man. Damn it. But it only comes out in February. That's messed up. Why? Why does it gotta be that? <laughs> why? Why can't it just be out? Why can't it just be out? He's, he, well, he's not out. <laughs> no, he's uh, Oz. That darn Oz. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be a cool book. I don't. We'll we'll have to see. Like how that how they decide to handle that, but I think I think it'll just be Spider Man and Miles Morales Spider Man. Spider Man and that would be bad. I so, hope. I mean, do you have any idea of how Secret Wars is going to end? No, zero. Which is really which is really weird because I usually like uh like have a really good idea of how a lot of Marvel's things are going to end. Like, like I I can almost I I have a vague idea as soon as they start, and then by halfway through I can almost tell you like okay this is gonna happen this is gonna happen, you know I don't usually do that because it doesn't matter whether I know or not, <laughs> but you know it does for show purposes they eh, they they rarely surprise me, but I will say this I have no idea what like I don't know what they're going to do with this which is crazy because it's really like I, I feel like anything could happen afterwards and like even though they're teasing us with like different things that that um are going to come afterwards but it's still like that that doesn't it doesn't matter like that they tell us like you know they, they released uh through the week that there's going to be a a uh, Squadron Supreme book, like an ongoing Squadron Supreme series. Yeah, I'm but like, nobody gives a shit about that, right? I do. I mean, I know you do, but even this iteration, like, yeah, this this is actually even more interesting because you know it, the, this iteration of the Squadron Supreme is like different versions of different members of the team together on one team. So it's like the Hyperion from this last run of Avengers with the the Nighthawk from Supreme Power so like the Ultimate Universe Nighthawk okay. with the Great Society uh, Doctor Spectrum which is the the version of the the Squadron Supreme that the, that the Illuminati fought against during that first incursion Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's another another version of Blur that I was like, I don't even know where that per- that version's from. Like, it said something, and I was in the press release, and I was like, I don't even know what version of that it is. But the fact is, they're like, not only are they all members of the Squadron Supreme, which are already usually multi-dimensional, but the fact that each member is from a different dimension in and of itself is like that's interesting enough for me to be like, okay, dude, like, why is this team brought together? I want to know, and then like, how are these people gonna work together? Because like, the Hyperion from from 
the Avengers book now that's been like on the Avengers for a little while now since the, almost the beginning of Hickman's run is a different Hyperion than the one the supreme power Nighthawk is used to dealing with and you know I could just see them clashing right from the jump but maybe it won't happen that way which I don't know we'll have to see but and then the Doctor Spectrum is a chick and so it's cool that you know that that will be like a whole nother thing too because they're used to him being a dude and it'll be interesting just to see like how they do their thing but you have that then you have like A-Force is going to be around we know there's a Miles Morales and a a Spider-Gwen ongoing series going to happen uh, they we got friggin another thing that, that happened over this week they said Beast is going to be on the Inhumans yeah which is like I don't know why that's happening but you know I know I know why that's happening why because they want Hank McCoy in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 3 I don't I don't think they can do that, right? Who look? We didn't think they could start fucking with Spider Man, but here we are. <laughs> they did a little backdoor deal with uh, Hank McCoy. They're like, he he's in the uh, is he in the Scarlet Witch, uh, Quicksilver pocket? Where like, oh, I, I think he's he's I been an Avenger. Try and I think at the very least they're going to try and fuck with it until a lawyer says no. That's interesting. And once a lawyer says no, that means that another lawyer can say yes. Right. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the discussion begins. <laughs> right. And then they get Avengers. They, they get they get Hack McCoy in Days of the Future Past Three, and Avengers Seven. <laughs> so yeah. So, but all that to say, I don't know what's gonna come out of of friggin' Secret Wars because. All the stories I've been reading have been awesome. Anything can happen. And it they, they've literally set themselves up to be like, whatever version of whatever character you love could could show up or could be part of the Marvel Universe at the end of it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I guess, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you thought, you thought Spider-Verse was something. <laughs> you know, it's like, how about Marvel, Marvel-Verse? <laughs> it's just like, whatever. It's like, what do you want? You want Ghost Rider on a tricycle with three flaming tricycles, little girl, flaming ponytails? Got it. <laughs> what What do you want? I, I think I think Joker write that. <laughs> you want You want a Hulk with Bruce Banner's face on his chest? We got that too. <laughs> it's like what, what do you What Joe? What do you want? You want friggin' I want you, another New Warriors book. How How about this? How about a New Warriors and it's all speedball? All of like seven versions of speedball, like Penance as the leader, with like friggin' serious ass speedball that was almost an Avenger, and then Pen- like friggin' Penance oh. is not the not the leader. Why Penance not? is their Hulk. Pen- Pen- he's both. He's their Hulk and their leader. <laughs> That's First bullshit. off, you can't have a New Warriors with just speedball. Sure, you can. You need a Night Thrasher. One one of the speedballs is a Night Thrasher. It's like speedball with like on a skateboard and sticks, and a wigger. <laughs> there you go. You happy? No. You're welcome. You're welcome. Brought to you by Marvel Secret Wars. You're welcome. And Disney. And Disney. <laughs> this and Pixar. Disney Pixar's New Warriors. <laughs> All speedball, wigger penance. 
Wait, why does that sound like a holiday? Worker penance. <laughs> it's like it's worker penance. Everyone gets a pass today. <laughs> like, wait, what? What happened? That's the title of this week's episode. <laughs> oh, jeez. But no, you... man. Oh, go ahead. Oh, never mind. No, no, please. You read the last incarnation of New Warriors, didn't you? For a hot second. Not all the way through. It, oh, didn't, okay. it didn't hold my interest. Okay. I mean, it's like, I liked where they were going because it had, uh, I, I like that it was justice and speedball, kind of like trying to get that magic back and like trying to approach the new Nova and trying to see if they can, you know, like get get, get what. It felt like it was trying to be old New Warriors, but in modern times. And that was cool, but it never quite materialized into that for me. Mm. And, then, and then also, too, I, didn't, I don't like that they... Like, they made, like they regressed Speedball and, and friggin' Justice. And I'm never a fan. I'm never a fan of that. Like, you know, why make it seem... Like, I understand why Speedball might play a bit younger than than he has in the past especially like coming out of the penance thing or whatnot which isn't like you know it wasn't it's been a little while there since then but still well coming out of the avengers i forgot what avenger he was or he was in but coming out of that i think avengers academy yeah he was at uh, yeah he was at Avengers academy like he would regress after coming out of that either way yeah, I get it. You know, that I can understand because it's like heavier things have been going on with him and he's kind of like, you know, let me just be a little more carefree, try to get my old self back, right? But but Justice has had like a history. Like, I mean, he was an Avenger already, you know what I'm saying? It's like he should be in a different place than where they tried to put him in that book. It was like somebody that didn't read or didn't know any of the stuff that had happened to him since he was in the new, the last New Warriors book, you know? And well, I mean, he was an Avenger in the last New Warriors book. Not wait, the last when we say the na- last New Warriors book, are we talking about what, like Graveau's run? No, or? I'm talking about the last New Warriors that he was in. He was an Avenger. Okay, so then not the last book, like since maybe okay, maybe the first or second iteration of the New Warriors. Then it just right. it didn't take any of his growth into account. You know, even the way they drew him, they drew him like a kid. You know, and it's kind of like, dude, he's an he's an adult. I mean, that's okay. Once you kill your, well, he didn't kill his dad. He just crushed every bone in his body. <laughs> it's like once you do that, you kind of like get your man card. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an adult, and he should act accordingly. You know, but they don't. They didn't do that. Well, not too according. But I know some of the Avenger stuff like kind of messed him up in the head. Maybe so. I don't know. You wouldn't tell. You wouldn't really tell it by reading that book, which is unfortunate, because you know he's always been a more serious guy. Maybe when he joined the Avengers. I mean, he he was a kid when he first joined the New Warriors. Then when he joined the Avengers, he kind of grew up some, like you know, because he was an Avenger, and then he was friggin a man ever since then like you know through the initiative stuff and I don't know I I think he was in Avengers Academy once or twice but maybe not I don't remember but still yeah he should be different but he wasn't 
So I don't know. All all these books are amazing, though. I mean, I read Doors. Oh my God, Doors. Doors is like a freaking crime procedural book. Should I um should I buy number one white cover for yeah. six ninety nine? Oh no, not for six ninety nine. You should get That's it. how every comic shop has it. Oh, you should see if you can find it for cover price. But if you can't, you should I mean it's it's definitely I know where you used worth to be able to go to find books at cover price. Where? Comic Sync. Oh. But they're not around anymore. You don't think Comic Bug will do it? I don't no. Know. No. I don't really I haven't really shopped there. So I don't really know what their pricing policies are. Would you go see? Eh. Eh. I don't know. I'm digital now. Okay. Oh, sorry, Jay. Damn. I'm digital now. You see, you hear this guy? Whatever. We didn't want you holding our books anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Moses. Actually. Yes. No, no, actually, I'm sorry. Not Moses. I feel like there was a story that was talking about. Uh, oh, you know what it was? Tiger Claw mentioned that the that Spider-Man movie now has a, a confirmed Spider-Man and a confirmed director. Well, the confirmed Spider-Man is old news. Okay, who's the confirmed Spider-Man? I don't know his name. Oh, well, it doesn't seem like it's that old of news, then, Joe. I mean, just because I don't know his name doesn't mean it's not old news. Actually, that's probably that's part of why I don't know his name because it was happened so long ago. Joe, really, Joe? New Spider-Man, they got picked that long ago. There's like, oh, ooh, it's like I can barely remember his name. I'm pretty sure it's a straight white guy. I don't know about straight. No. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that little motherfucker. <laughs> Look, let me just start off by saying I love everything about being gay except taking a man in my mouth or in the ass. Wait, what? <laughs> like, Wait, what I like the fashion. I like the accessorizing. I like the, <laughs> the, the drinking different spirits and enjoying their flavors or whatever, you know? like <laughs> All that stuff about being gay is awesome. But taking a man in your mouth or in your ass, I can't get behind or in front of but you know god bless him <laughs> word but yeah tom all this to say i did see that guy that's going to be the spider man tom holland is his name yeah he don't look that straight uh -oh. <laughs> sorry that was me <laughs> sorry go ahead what do you say oz another brit yeah exactly another englishman um I don't know. I mean, do you guys have an issue with that? Do you care that he's English? What? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was thinking about Bojack Horseman. What? Why, Joe? I'm asking you a question, too. Because Andrew Garfield was in it. What? He's Spider-Man. No, he's not. Tom, and Dreamy. Tom Holland is Spider-Man, Joe. All right, but he was the old one. Meh. And he's British. Meh. And it wasn't actually him. It was someone playing him mm -hmm. in BoJack Horseman. It was hilarious. Okay. And so Dude, it reminded okay. me of at, that. At some point, do you want to answer the question I asked? Or I answer? I don't know what you asked. <sighs> you son of a bitch. 
okay. We're what you call it. We're we're not we're not letting Joe in this conversation. <laughs> Look, you, do you guys care? What did you ask Joe? I didn't ask. I, I was asking all of you guys. Like, do you guys have any issue with Spider-Man being played by Englishmen again? Why would I have a problem with that? Some there's some like people. Harry Potter was great. What's Harry Potter going to do with Spider-Man? I mean, it's a British British actors, right? Yeah, but it's a British character. Yeah, but I mean, British actors can play American characters. They're like, they are the original peoples for like the Caucasian Americans. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what, wait, what, are, what are you saying, Joe? You say the English are the first white people to exist? What about the Dutch? No, I'm saying they're the first. Like, the white people in America are descendant from Englishmen. That's true. Not all of them. That's not true, in too. Boston. Oh yeah, definitely in Boston. Not in Minnesota. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> not in North Dakota. Right. Like in North Dakota, they're Irish Scandinavian. So I'm just saying I don't have a problem with the British guy playing a black, a white character. Like, I guess if Jessica Alba can be Sue Storm and. Blackie McBlack guy can be Johnny Storm. Yeah, but Jessica Alpha was terrible. Wait a minute. Why 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 can't you figure out his name? Why is he Blackie There's McBlack guy? They're all the Samuel L. whatever. There's an Irish guy being human torch? <laughs> Black Blackie McBlack guy. Could you imagine if there was an Irishman, like a straight up Irishman, like friggin' red hair and friggin' pale skin, and his name was Blackie McBlack guy? Well, I know they're Irishmen named black Blackie. Irish. Blackish. But I don't think my black guy is a last name. But there are some Blackies out there. Blackie. Why do they call him Blackie? Because he gets black eyes? I don't ask people about their names. Oh. That's what I'm here for. Black. Yeah. There are some people that are of the... Not necessarily the mindset, but kind of... You know, I guess it was like, oh, it was okay when an Englishman or two were playing superheroes. That, you know, people are like, well, they're American superheroes. But I guess they're kind of like, it seems like all that that's where their go-to is now. They're like, how come no Americans can play American superheroes? I mean... Because Henry Cavill is Superman. And there you go. He's British? Ben Affleck isn't British. I don't think he's British. That's true. Neither is... What's his name? Captain America... Chris Evans. That plays Daredevil. That's true. Whitey McBlackface. Whitey McBlackface. What about Thor, though? Not American. I don't know what he is. Not American. It doesn't matter, because he's, he's not American in comics, either. He's a, he's American. America. He wears all that no, red, white, and blue. He's, he's an Asgardian. Amerigardian... Damn it! It's better yeah, when you do it. His stars and stripes much, uh, are, are different colors. Paying too much attention, like they care too much. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'm not mad at that. Look, it says the guy that hates Jurassic Park because Malcolm is a Jew. Wait, what? Who? What? Who In hates- the books, he's a black guy, right? Yeah, but who hates Jurassic Park because Malcolm's a Jew? Joe. 
No, that's not why I hate it. I hate it because there's no aviary. I hate it because the grandfather is portrayed as a good guy. I'm angry because the fucking grandfather doesn't get eaten by raptors. I'm angry because fucking what should have been an awesome movie gets dumbed down so fucking Spielberg's kids could go watch it. That fuck. Jeez. That's why I hate it. That didn't have any... I mean, the fact that he was... (laughs) Uh, Jewish instead of black. That was just whatever. Like I didn't like That's it, a happy but coincidence. it's fine. <laughs> but it was all that other shit that is the reason why I hate drugs. And you know what? I really and this is nobody's fault, but one of the things I hate about the movie is that we've changed, or scientists have changed their theory on the behaviors of the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it's different from the movie but that's nobody's fault I mean so I'm not even that mad at it but that kind of irks me a little Kevin Smith hates that the dinosaurs don't have buttholes what? in Jurassic Park they like he says they pay all this attention to every little like you could see the snot coming out of the dinosaur but when they pan from behind them not one butthole who's looking for buttholes? Kevin Smith, I just told you. Don't they? That's like, because he doesn't know reptiles. Don't they? Or they, birds. They should be like tucked under a tail or they have like a little flap, right? That covers well, them. Well, they have a scale and it looks just like a pl- plain old other scale and then it it opens up like the Millennium Falcon when they have to shit. Right. It opens up like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Dude, have you seen that build, the Millennium Falcon? The like one to one scale model? What? Of the movie uh, <laughs> replica, the the movie the movie Star Wars: The Force Awakens has a one to one scale Millennium Falcon. No, I don't know anything about the Force Awakens. I'm saying the Millennium Falcon. There's a like a building kit you can use to make a one to one scale model of the prop. You know, one to one means the life size, right? One to one of the prop, I said. So, like, what they filmed in the movie, that ship, you can build it. I Like, I, I was doing this. I thought the same thing you did. I was, I was in here, like, I was like, the, the Force Awakens is a one-to-one? I was like, that's amazing. It's He's like, I don't know about Force Awakens. But I'm like, there's a kit. You can buy a one-to-one of the Millennium Falcon? Like, that's not a kit. That's like a crate at least, right? It has to be, like, huge. But it's not one to one of the actual. It's one to one of the movie prop that they use. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you can call that one. I mean, I guess, I guess it's one to one of the movie prop. It's one to one of the prop, right? <laughs> but you know, which makes it a one to one sixteenth or whatever. Right? R- yeah, you usually if you say one to one, we're talking about like that means like the actual size of it. No. Like, no, it no could ab- be absolutely. Like something That's you find in a cracker jack That's absolutely box. true. That's what one to one means. No, it doesn't. Because nobody's like, oh, it's one-to-one of the model. Because the model's not one-to-one. It's the model. Like, you can say it's a replica of the model. Oh, my goodness. All right, fine, whatever. Why are you talking to me like I'm crazy? Because you are. I'm telling you I, something true. It's, you're not. I'm trying to help you. You're not. So you don't go tell somebody else there's one-to-one Millennium Falcons out there and they slap you. You're, you're, <laughs> you're hurting yourself with this, but I don't... How am I hurting myself? So let's move on before you embarrass yourself further. That one to one means an actual size Millennium Falcon. Let's move on. 
Okay. So what's the point you're making? You can build a model? Yeah. Got it. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like, you act like there's not a model, f- like, within arm distance of me that you haven't built yet. Like, you love models. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Like, I could touch it from where I'm sitting. <laughs> I love models. You're all right. I'm not disagreeing with you. I thought you were going to kick something. <laughs> like, Joe's angry. He's like, F that. No, I was just. F your comics. My pants are bunching up. <laughs> behind well, he my said knee. he could touch it from where he is. I th- that sounded like a threat to me. No, no. It's, it's, a, it's a model I haven't built yet. And Joe could touch it if he wanted. He's not threatening. He's just saying that, you know, it, they're models. He's right. Is it one to one scale of the of the picture in the box? <laughs> no, it's not. No. <laughs> what do you think about the idea of uh? Well, I should mention, John Watts is the director for the new Spider-Man flick, and uh, Kevin Feige has gone on and said that this new Spider-Man is going to have like a John Hughes type feel to it. How do you guys feel about that? Like. I don't know what that means. John John Hughes. That's, that is, means a, a pussy white guy with a musical sequence and some themes that'll resonate for generations to come. That John, actor does have a musical background. John Hughes directed The Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh. So that kind of eighties like teen oh teen kind of thing going on for it. Oh, that's so more sucks. talky, less action. Well, no, I mean, I'm sure it'll be half and half, but... but the 80s ended for a reason. But if you're having a Spider-Man in the Marvel, that that's potentially being a Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you're not necessarily telling an origin story, but you're talking about him early in his career... I don't even like Ferris that, Bueller's Day Off. Oh, shut your mouth, Joe. What are you talking about? We love Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Joe. No, we don't. We do. We, we watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I don't know how many times. The only thing I like about Ferris Bueller's Day Off is that in that musical sequence, I, those buildings blow up in the dark night. Wait, what? The only thing I like. <laughs> what? The only, the only thing, thing I like in uh, Ferris Bueller is. Well, there's Ben, uh, ben Stein. He's great. And <laughs> I like the one part where the chick undresses in front of the dude because she's, like, stupid. Like, I like that part. But I, I don't like Park. Uh, I don't like Ferris Bueller. I don't like Parker Lewis. Hey, Joe's, Joe is lying. Joe likes he these things. He loves Parker Lewis. He li- Joe, Joe, and I I, Joe and I were huge fans of both of these things. No, 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 no. Yeah. You were a huge Parker Lewis fan, and I was over your house, so I could not change the channel. You lived next door to rude. me. You could have went home. No, I mean, when, like, when I, we used to watch it at your grandma's house. Okay. Like, at your house, I probably did go home. <laughs> so you didn't enjoy watching it? No. Okay. Joe Joe loves these things. I literally had, like, four conversations about Parker Lewis with Joe. I believe and for a, uh, for our younger listeners, you don't know who Parker Lewis is. But he can't so, lose. Uh, yeah. Go That's what I know. Yourself. And he wore shirts that looked like the game Twist Twister. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, man. It's interesting. Like I don't I I I personally think a, a John Hughes kind of vibe for a Spider Man movie might be a good fit. 
if it's young, I mean, if you talk about young Peter Parker, like high school drama. Dude, that sounds terrible. You really think they're not going to do Origins? They said they're not doing Origins. I think they're not going to do it for his appearance in Avengers, but when he gets his own movie, no, I, no, we're they're going to origin him up. So no. is it going to be Gwen Stacy? I mean, I, if if Marvel's doing their job, yeah. But what I'm saying is this. Why do an origin? We've had two Spider-Man origin movies in like the last, like, what, 10 years? Right. Who's going to notice a third? And I mean, All of you us. Can't, you can't just change it. Change well, one. Stacy died in the in the last one, so you can't have her in the new one unless you sure you it can. Up. It's a whole. Di- it's Marvel's Spider Man. Marvel here's a, in association it, with Sony. All I need, all I need from a Spider Man movie is for it to be good, and for it to be good, it has to follow one simple rule. What's that? And that's get Dan Slot. Get Dan. I'm not mad at that. Right. Like fucking just, you know. I read his renew your vows, you know, mm-hmm. and that's his secret war shit, and it's fine. But just the random ass issue seventeen of Amazing Spider-Man is better than that renew your vows, and that's just him with that midget chick having dinner at Aunt May's. Mm-hmm. And I hate calling her a midget chick, but it's funny on the show. <laughs> you could just call her a little person. It's okay. Yeah, but little just call her macaroni sounds like I'm tippy toeing. <laughs> that's better. Yeah, macaroni. That's funny. I mean, that's her name. She's a okay. no. It's not. It's not macaroni. It's Marconi or something like that, right? That's it's Marconi. Macaroni. <laughs> uh, that friggin' that character is fantastic. Like, I love that character a lot. I, I almost wish she would show up in a movie at some point. Like, I guess it wouldn't make sense. Chicks? Yeah, but I guess it wouldn't make sense unless we do Superior. Unless you're talking about Superior Spider-Man stuff, and so maybe. No, I, you just said people don't care. With it's a Marvel Spider-Man. I don't. I don't think I said that. But okay. <laughs> uh, Tiger Claws in chat. He also mentions that John Hughes uh, does a lot of coming of age stories. So he's wondering if that Spider-Man movie will be a coming of age story. Uh, possibly. He also mentioned that he directed... No coming in Spider-Man movies. <laughs> he also mentioned he directed weird... Are you, are you talking to us, Joe? Or who, who are you talking to? I was talking to the Xbox. Oh. That's why I said Xbox. Well, Joe, you can't just yell out random stuff in the, in, in the show. Like, that's what Vaughn does. Yeah, but they can't hear me. They can. They can't. You heard me because you're in the room with me. But it didn't come up over your mic. I think it did. But okay. Did you hear that, Mo? Mo, was... Mo, Mo hates you. Mo's... I I didn't hear it. Mo's not. I didn't hear. I didn't, I didn't hear it, but my mic was muted, so I don't know. <laughs> Mo, See, both of them didn't hear. Mo it. says you've ruined the show so much today. He no longer wants to speak to you. <laughs> he's no, like, he hasn't ruined it. He got us excited about a life-size Millennium Falcon, and he's not coming through on that promise. So no more. No, I'm joking. Uh, that uh, that life size Millennium Falcon was was some BS. So. Yeah, we we're very disappointed. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> I was like, I forgot, forgot about what Joe did that to us. <laughs> um, Bro, he said he directed Weird Science. Right. What, that was the next comment I was gonna make. I like that movie. It's a great movie. 
Yeah, I love that movie. That was like my first hard on ever that wasn't induced. (laughs) Induced? I love it. Oh, jeez. Um. So here, here's definitely some news that I'm sure the Fantastic Forum has opinions on. <laughs> uh, so Tyrese <laughs> has been hinting really strong that he's going to be a part of a major Green Lantern announcement come Comic Con. Wasn't he just talking shit about Green Lantern like two years ago? I don't know. What did he say about it? You remember? He said people should be reading my book instead of uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> that would be funny if that's what... Like, <laughs> like someone should hold up those quotes at Comic-Con and be like, this is you. Uh, damn it. What was his book called again? Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. I walked... I was in a one of the... I was in Comic Sync, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to the guy about, like, I was curious, like, how Mayhem has been selling, or I was asking about it, like, yeah. like oh, man, it's garbage, like, it's the worst book ever, and the owner was there, and he kind of looked at him sideways, and he's like, oh, I mean, that, was, that book was great. The owner <laughs> like, of what? Comic Sync. Oh, oh, the owner of the, the Com- shop. Yeah. Oh, so he was like, why are you telling them the book is bad? That's right. funny. <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't know, that. like, yeah. Anyway, uh, so, and of course, everybody's thinking that what the announcement is going to be, and because Tyrese is kind of making strong hints about this, too, is that he's going to be Jon Stewart. Um, He doesn't know anything about architecture. Tyrese? (laughs) Right. What? Why does he have to know anything about architecture? I mean, Jon Stewart's an architect. Yeah, but he's an actor, right? Like... Like, I mean, what, he wouldn't what, know how to build a one to one construct. Would wouldn't the better the better thing be? Tyrese doesn't know that much about acting, like <laughs> so he can't pretend to be an architect. I mean, that would, but Joe doesn't say that. Oh, why not? Because Joe is Joe. What? What don't I say? That Tyrese isn't a good actor. I mean, he was fine in Fast and Furious, not the second one. <laughs> but after that, he got better. He was lost half the time in the last one. Actually, they were really smart to like cut down his screen time. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know, man. I <laughs> like it's Tyrese like... was talking shit about comics at one point, and then that other guy, fuck the guy that wrote the book, sentence on Vertigo mm-hmm. talk shit about him about his hip hop cred his comics cred like he, he basically broke him down all the way like in every aspect of being broken down jeez mm. and then I bought you the guy's comic but I don't think you read it Mayhem? no the other guy the, the uh, guy that... with the wheelchair? yeah I read it what was the guy's name? I don't remember, but the fact that you, the fact that I remembered the the wheelchair those that's how you know. Like, I actually did read it. Yeah, because it was, was about how he got book? in the wheelchair. 
Right. The the Bacon Book? Is that his name? No. No, that's no. a different wheelchair guy. No. It, the 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 book was called Sentence. I think. Right. I think you're correct. Um so yeah, like you know, they already we and we mentioned last week how they talked about um or actually was last week did we talk about Chris Pine? I wasn't here. The the rumor about Chris Pine potentially being Hal Jordan? Did we talk about that or was that You were there. Who who was there, Joe or me? He doesn't Joe know anything about being a fighter pilot. <laughs> See, well, that's where you're wrong. Chris Pine And he's blonde. Damn. Chris Pine knows about being a fighter pilot. No, he knows starships. He doesn't know fighter pilotry. I mean, same shit. Fighter pilotry. Not not if your starship is the Enterprise. <laughs> on the Enterprise, he made the Asian drive it, so... Oh, see? See? Like, the Enterprise is like... Like, friggin' being the commander of a battleship. <laughs> That's not the same as, like, you know... Being, like, a part of an actual... Little star, like like not like Last Starfighter. No one ever saw that movie. No one's ever seen the Last Starfighter. Right. I love Last Starfighter. That's why we don't know what you're talking about, Joe. You've seen the Last Starfighter, Joe. You're gonna no, pretend, that isn't true. You're gonna pretend like you didn't like that too. Is that I, what you're gonna I've do? never seen the Last Joe, Starfighter. Joe, you've never seen the Last Starfighter, Joe. I've never seen the Last Starfighter. That's like every gamer's like wet dream. How how are you? I thought every gamer's wet dream was the Wizard. No. No. How? It's the last Starfighter. How? <laughs> how why yeah, you, I never saw it. Joe, why are you pretending like you don't know about these things? Like, no, I, I really have never seen it. Joe. Like what? You've never seen the last. I don't, I don't believe you. I really don't believe you. I don't You've even. You've never know. played a video arcade and assumed it was just training for an intergalactic battle? None like, of this sounds familiar to you? I've, that plot has come up a bunch. No, not a bunch. And even if it did a bunch, it came up the first time in the it's last, only Starfighter. last Starfighter. No, I believe and you. Stuff parodying. No, I, I believe you that it originated there. But if I know it, it's because they took it from the last Starfighter. I didn't actually see the last Starfighter. Like what? So what? Were, like were you on punishment that year, or what happened? Like how did you not see the last Starfighter? Because it's something that you will want to see. And I feel like we've talked about The Last Starfighter, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I might be misremembering. That happens. But I don't... I, don't I, I didn't see every movie. I saw Daryl. No, but Joe, it's not... You have to understand. I saw was, The NeverEnding Story. This move. This is not like... When you say every movie, this is the 80s, Joe. It's not like today where blockbuster movies come out every week. Like, back, like don't get me wrong. The 80s had its weekends where it was just like, golly. Like, like remember we were looking at that thing and they were like, I think that was on Facebook where they were like this weekend in like 1987. It was like all these movies came out, and one of them was like it was like Empire Strikes Back and like Indy, like one of the next Indiana Jones movie and like something like all these classic movies came out on one weekend. And sometimes Last, the, Last Starfighter is one of those they played on TV even before Never Ending Story. Yeah, yeah, like La Larry, um, you can't be referring to the 80s because that's gonna make us like not good for our demographic. I mean, but. Okay, what if I'm just a historian? <laughs> what if what if I'm just a history? Like that bad for the demographic. People don't like historians. Oh, okay. Actually, the '80s are back in fashion right now, so we're we're right in there. 
in fashion, but not in like, <laughs> not in fact. People don't like facts. Everyone knows that about people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if you say back in fashion, you're out of touch. Well, I mean, they're making all, every other '80s movie, right? It'd be like, nope, that's all new. If if you're like in touch, that's all new. <laughs> you're like, yeah, man, we totally invented flat tops. <laughs> like that's our new thing, right? Uh, dude, there's some barbers right now talking about like, oh, the flat top. I'm like, dude, I was at the shop when my brother got that for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? dope. Yeah, it, it yeah. Was, I did see a kid with the flat top, and I was like, it was just struck me as odd to see well, it even back. Like Larry, when I cut your hair and I made that line on you, that that's the that's the the Winslow cut, you know? Yeah. But there was it, uh. There's a basketball player in the finals with fucking that hair that kid from Kid and Play had. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a high top fade. Yeah, it's high top fade. Like that. That's like Mexicans are getting that now. Does it look good on them? Well, when we do it, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm bringing back the rat tail. <laughs> look, it's too late. You never, you never let go of it, us. <laughs> that rat tail. That rat tail is like I. I I got a, a black lady mad at me because I touched the rat tail just a little bit. <laughs> hey, so, so you can cut black guys here? like Ender's Game. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, yeah. no, the last Starfighter is not like Ender's Game. Yeah, he's playing a video game and it's real, right? No, 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 Joe, it's not. No. Well, and then Ender's plus, Ender's for homophobia. <laughs> Doesn't Ender's Game come after the Lost Starfighter anyway, too? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it does. Well, it doesn't come at all because it has homophobia. Okay. Anyway. So, damn it. What were we talking? Oh, Tyrese. <laughs> Is Ty- it- Can we allow Tyrese to be friggin' Jon Stewart or should we do something about it? We should do something no. about it. Look, DC is gonna do whatever the fuck it's gonna do. Like we you can't Luther. tell DC what to do. Jim Lee has to count that money. That's hilarious. We need Luther. Who? The guy that plays Luther. Oh, Idris Elba. Wait, no, I'm thinking of the other show. But there's another show with the guy that looks like, like almost exactly like John Stewart, but a, a little darker. What? It's another show? English. I can't think of it. I saw. I told you. <laughs> but we need that guy. Thanks for that wonderfully vague reference, Joe. We'll figure it out. English show with a guy that's like it looks like John Stewart, but a little bit darker. It's the only other English show starring a black guy. Like there are two. There's Luther and there's that one. Okay. I guess the other I one. I think Jason Muse is in it. I guess the other one doesn't come on BBC America. <laughs> I guess it's not on Netflix because we don't know what it is. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna look up Jason Mewes. <laughs> Good job, Joe. Um, what, did, did we talk about Chris Pine last week or no? Or did that happen in this week nah, too? We didn't. So what okay, about him? like there's rumors that he'll be Hal Jordan. What happened to the other guy? Uh, friggin' he, that, he's that, being Deadpool. Yeah, that's right. is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he, what happened to him wasn't he's being Deadpool. What happened to him is that his movie bombed or was terrible or people didn't like it. I liked it. Well, there you go. That's what you get. 
if you had seen Last Starfighter, you'd hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but what do you think about... I mean, uh, it wasn't as good as First Flight, but... What do you think about Chris Pine measuring up if he's in there with, like, Cavill and, and Affleck and Gal Gadot? Oh, yeah, he and could Tyrese. Do Not Tyrese. That's what Ty like. I feel like Tyrese is like. I I guess for me it's like, I'm not knocking Tyrese because he plays a particular role, and he plays it well enough. You know, I don't feel like there's a big difference between the guy that Tyrese was in Baby Boy, and the guy that he is in like Three Kings or Fast Baby Boy. Okay, or Fast and Furious. He was in Three Kings. Wasn't he in Three Kings? No. No. That was the other black guy. Oh, which guy's in Three Kings? That was Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. No, but there's isn't there two black guys in Three Kings? No. no. George Clooney, Ice Cube, and Why whoa, whoa. And Mark Mark me, Marky Mark. Why are we getting so angry? Right, Marky Mark. Why why couldn't there be a thir- a second black guy in Three Kings? Because that director hates black people. Because I would have made it a black movie. It's like when it's two white people, everybody's like, "Oh yeah," but two two black people are like, "What the hell?" What? Honestly, I thought Three Kings was a black movie too because you know, with all that gold and stuff, it, at the time it looked like a No Limit music video. <laughs> See, look now the messed up part is you're still dating yourself, Moses. <laughs> like our demographics, like No Limit. <laughs> They're like, "What's that all about?" And like, yeah. Anyway, because um, even like Chris Rock's special looked like a No Limit co- album too. It did. That I think is. he did that on purpose. But, I hope so. Yeah. You know, I think Tyrese is actually gonna be Kilowog because he need a black guy for that role. <laughs> would Would you guys be cool with Tyrese as the the voice of Kilowog? Hell no. I don't think. I think I'm he would not say Poozer of- right. I'm trying to think of like what a good role would be for him. Look, I know the good role for Tyrese in Green Lantern, Let's, and I'll tell you right now, what is it? it is the ticket taker in the theater. <laughs> that's not. That's not right. Like it is to... right. He can't. Like, first of all, he's no John Stewart. It, it, yeah. You need a, a really good. See, like Denzel as John Stewart would be amazing. Like yeah. we can only wish for that. But Jim Lee has to count his money, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. But, um, you know, if we could do, you know, shit, fucking Terry Crews as John Stewart. He's too big. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want him to do, uh, John Stewart. I wouldn't want him to do Steel. Like, he... Nobody wants Steel other than you. That's true, Joe. He'd be a better care. he'd be a better steal than John Stewart though. I'll give you that. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. But he would be Shoot. a better steal. Than... <laughs> Joe, Joe, look, you lucky you're not here, Moses, or Joe punch you. Look, I want Terry Crews to be Barack Obama Superman from Earth thirty five or whatever. <laughs> that would be fun. Um but, you know, I'm the only one that wants to see that. I I I want him to be uh friggin' blue Marvel. That'd be cool. But as far as Chris Pine as Hal Jordan, uh-huh. real quick is if if they achieve what they wanted to do because they basically in the old the well, like, now it's the old Green Lantern movie, but in that last Green Lantern movie, they tried to make him the Tony Stark guy, 
you know? Mm-hmm. So Chris Pine, I think, could pull off that Tony Stark vibe and vibe well with Ben Affleck, Batman, and Henry Cavill, Superman, if they try to do that Tony Stark vibe. But as far as him being Hal Jordan, he could probably pull it off. But for Hal Jordan, I would like, you know, Nathan Fillion. Like, that's what we all want. Yeah. And that's what they won't give us. Yeah. I mean, I think they feel, you know, they feel like he's probably too old. Which is unfortunate because it's not like. Does, but the thing is, like, he doesn't need. Look, there's a movie that came out this weekend that's just. It, it's old ass Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting a CGI young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, that's true. You can do that. And the, fucking DC had a fucking insect parallax. Like, they, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can have old ass Nathan Fillion and have it be good. That's true. I guess though, I wonder how much money that costs. Like, if you're like, like, I wonder how how much do you spend on making Arnold Schwarzenegger look young? <laughs> look, I think they can make Nathan Fillion look like a good, adequate Hal Jordan with less money than it take than it took to make um what's his name Deadpool guy Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. be naked in that green screen suit. Yeah, that's true. Like, they wouldn't even need that suit. They would just need a regular, like, spandex, like, something like X-Men, the first movie, yeah. you know, like that leather shit, and yeah. then just do a, a glowing outline. Yeah. And it would look good. Yeah. That's true. They did do a, a, way too much in that movie, didn't they? Like, it's not like, it, like, Nathan Fillion's older, but it's not like he's out of shape. That's true. You know, like, he he's... He, he he's not starring in one of those old people fucking movies like as good as it gets or anything like that, you know? I love how that's a genre. <laughs> oh, it's a genre. There's a show on Netflix all about that. It's amazing. That's funny. But yeah, I'm just Frankie and Grace is it's awesome. And Nathan Fillion's probably not that much difference in age than Ben Affleck, right? Oh no, not at all. If anything, like shit. If if he if Nathan Fillion was like that universe is like Green Arrow to to Ben Affleck's Batman. It'd be awesome, but you know that's never gonna happen. Yeah. But as a Green Lantern, I think he'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, I don't know. I guess I mean I really the the sad fact of the matter is is I feel like from their perspective they're kind of like we need someone bankable. Oh, just off the top, uh, or not off the top, but real quick, uh, Ben Affleck forty two, Nathan Fillion forty four. So they're they're comparable oh, yeah. in age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Affleck does look younger though. I will I will give him that. Um, but um, you know, I mean, the sad fact of the matter is, I feel like Warner Brothers is probably like we want we want someone to play Jon Stewart and they want someone they feel is potentially bankable in case they want to spin the character off and the fact of the matter is is like you know Hollywood only has like four or five black guys at a time that they consider bankable and it's like Tyrese is on that list because he's in movies that make money Transformers and friggin' Fast and Furious and all those things. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's not the driving force behind any of those movies by any means, but 
the other people, the other black guys that make money in their movies got snatched up by Marvel. They already got Bozeman. They already got friggin' Edgar Four. They already got Idris Elba. So they're just like, who's left? There's like, there's Tyrese, and maybe if friggin', uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I don't know, and I guess maybe, uh, oh, maybe the dude from the the Allstate dude, and that's it. Yeah, it sucks that the dude from Law and Order is unbankable. But he will be a, a good uh, John Stewart. What you call it, Martin? Yeah. I don't think he'd be a good John Stewart. Not in the look, but in the <laughs> acting. <laughs> I mean, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. He does good on the Flash. But still, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say he'd be a good John Stewart. Like even if he I'd looked. Put like him a, before Tyrese. Well, we, we're gonna put every black guy before Tyrese. What about with the exact dude from Arrow? No, no, I will take Jaden Smith over Tyrese as Jon Stewart. <coughs> Jaden Smith might be like, oh, he might be like second to last on the list, but behind him is Tyrese. <laughs> you wouldn't make Diggle? Nope. Jon Stewart? Really? No. He no, was, in, he was in the hawk. military. No, nah, yeah. but he could be a good, like, uh, Warhawk. <laughs> Warhawk, that's interesting. That's interesting. Actually, now, I don't. You know, Diggle, you talk about a role Tyrese could do. Uh huh. He could do Warhawk. Could he? Mm-hmm. Or if it's the Warhawk I'm thinking of, I don't know. Which one's the one you're thinking of, Mo? I'm thinking of the Warhawk from um, Justice from Justice League three thousand. Mo, you still there? I don't. I don't think yeah. he reads three thousand. No, um, Justice League Unlimited, the cartoon. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thinking of the same guy. Like I think Tyrese yeah. could pull that off. I think he can pull it off. It might. He might have to go to like the, um, you know, one of those like learning annex or UCLA extension acting classes <laughs> to kind of build up his job. But I think he can do it. Yeah. Maybe. I can't think of any like DC like dude Jaden should be static. No. They already they already had that idea and everybody hated it. No. No, I like it. No. No. I dude. like it after I watched what you call it. He could be Night Thrasher. No, what you call it could be would be a better static. Who? The kid that was everybody hates Chris. I haven't seen him in anything recent. The guy from The Walking Dead. Yeah, I didn't see him in that. You didn't see the? You saw him. The kid from Everybody Hates Chris on, in The he Walking Dead. He was like Dead? a major plot point. Like I saw him, like once I think. He was like walking from one room to another. But I never actually saw him act in it. Ah, what about Steve Urkel? No, not a static. He's too old. That's he could be John Stewart. Why? Why is that racist? Oh, you need a black actor for John Stewart. What about that Wayans kid? Yeah, he could do it. He could do yeah. older Static too. <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking about like Dave, Damon Wayne's son. Yeah. 
Yeah, not Marlon. Oh, I'm thinking of Marlon. No, Marlon no. could be old static. Marlon's actually a really good actor when he wants to be serious. He is. No, he is a great actor. He is a great actor. But yeah, what? Why come? How come they let Marlon Wayans be in more movies? That's messed up. I don't so, think he tries. What? What does that mean? He doesn't try. Like he doesn't want to be in movies. Like yeah, like I don't think he's out there like asking for scripts to read or showing up for auditions. I think. Like every once in a while, like when he needs money and he finds like something that he thinks will be easy, he does it. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, why doesn't somebody ask him? Like, I based mean, people on people probably do, and he's like, I don't I'm need money good for right now. I don't need money. I'm waiting for GI Joe three. Like, I think he has. Uh, like, I know he has money. Like, oh yeah, he was smart. Like, he invested his shit. Like, he didn't spend it all, so he's not hurting for anything. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. So, we're cool with Pine. We're like Tyrese, Y, and we'll... <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if they're going to friggin... Like it'd be funny if it wasn't if it wasn't John Stewart. Like if it was just like something else out of right field. Like he's gonna be like Sinestro, Black Sinestro. I don't know. Black Black Sinestro. <laughs> I, I like the way that sounds. <laughs> I don't know. Probably shouldn't, but I like it. Like he would. Game he could do uh, game, right? He could do that other guy, that Yellow Lantern. Like not Sinestro. Sinestro. Not Sinestro. <laughs> the other guy that was on a uh, New Guardians. Yeah. He could do Arkilla. What is that? What? What? Like Arkilla. the voice? Yeah. Okay. Give him some credit. He's actually gonna be a guardian. He can't do Atrocitus. Dude. If Tyrese was like small and blue, but it was his face, <laughs> that that would totally be worth seeing that movie. Like I would, I'd go see that joint twice just so I could stare at it. Like, wow, can't believe they made that happen. Just Tyrese, because Tyrese, you know how his, his face, like only Tyrese looks like that. Yeah, it's comical. Like, I mean, it looks like someone drew it. Like, there's other that stylized art face. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like if so, like it's almost like if a if a graffiti artist did a black person, looks like Tyrese. <laughs> I'm a guardian. Oh damn it! I would love that forever. Okay, we should uh, we should talk about some comics real quick before uh, things get too late, and then we'll come back with some like last last news stuff. Um, Jay, why don't, why don't you start us off with? Uh, Friggin' girl may kill. Okay. So, uh, basically, May confesses to Gahungi, and he has to deal with that while trying to uh, get May to run away from the mafia. Uh, the problem being. Can she really run away from, like, the weight of all the people she's killed? Uh, Girl May Kill number 23, everything ends. And, uh, 
Yeah. It's uh, basically the end of the book. And I gotta say, I was really... Uh, really into this ending. Like, it's very cool. Um, and so, yeah. I say check it out. Joe, you talked about this early on, too, right? Mm hmm. So, and early on, I mean, I remember you were stoked by it. Um, is there a little less stokiness, or did it pay off? Does it, did the ending really pay off compared to how it was when you started? Uh, yes and no. It's kind of like one of those ambiguous endings where we kind of assume everything just turned out okay. Um, and they definitely like run away and uh because there's like a few things that are set up that we don't actually see resolved and uh so that was kind of it's like a little off-putting but not in a bad way so it is kind of hard to describe but it's definitely like uh an ending that makes sense and feels good like you feel good about the ending when you read it so it just it it doesn't answer all the questions but it doesn't quite leave you hanging right okay and does it feel like a good character resolution Um, for Gahongi, yes. For who? Gahongi. Oh, okay. Like, I think his character... His character arc resolution is exactly what it needed to be. Like, I don't think it could have ended any other way for him. And you also said it was a bit graphic, huh? Um, no. It's not graphic. Oh, but, it just would have scared me. No, I don't. I don't think it would have scared you. But I know you're squeamish about like uh, nudity. How? What am I squeamish about nudity? I mean, I'm not squeamish about nudity, Joe. I don't feel are like. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I don't feel like every, nudity needs to be just wherever. Like I know you know. Sometimes we ha- we have this discussion all the time where you're like, it would have been better if she was naked. And it's like, well, why would she need to be naked for that to happen? I don't know. Like, it doesn't make sense. And you're just like, it would just be better. So you're cool with, like, a 15-year-old, naked 15-year-old sucking an adult's dick? Well, no. But that's not squeamish about nudity. That's a whole different thing, right? Well, all I said is that you would find it a little, you would be a little squeamish. Well, you said I was skewish about nudity. That's not about nudity. That's about well, children having sex with adults. That's... But when I told you, I didn't say what you would make you squeamish. I said you would. Be, it would make you a little. You would be a little squeamish. Got it. And so yeah, nudity, underage <laughs> nudity, <laughs> and sex. I know are kind of the things. Like aside from violence, I know you don't like those things. They they make you. 
Squeamish. Okay. At least to my knowledge, if you're cool with, like, I know you used to be against that, but if you're cool with underage kids' sex. <laughs> no. Now, I, I would like it to go officially on the stuff. record that I am not cool with underage sex. Like, officially. Okay, so I, Mary I, Young I thought that know. scene might have made you, made you squeamish. I got and it. So I was like, you don't have to read it. I know you're squeamish about stuff. <laughs> got it. That's fair. And art, the art still stayed consistent as usual, I take it, right? Since, I mean, yeah, the art's consistent. Um, You don't actually see the penis, but that's like, you know, that's standard fare for non-porn manga. <laughs> Word. Word. So, what would you rate it? I would rate it a four out of five. Word. For, for, uh, for, uh, statutory rapes out of five. Well, it's not really statutory rape. What, four what? counts of statutory <laughs> rape. <laughs> why, why, why isn't it statutory rape? Because it's the girl that's doing all the sex. I don't. I don't think that makes that's, a difference. That's still right? statutory rape. Not according to a judge in, in a. Not according to a judge, who said that. In, uh, and this was a case a while ago, and I actually remember telling you, mm-hmm. where the, this underage girl went to this guy, and you know she started like coming on to him, and she brought condoms, and then they had sex, and the judge said, you know, she was the precocious one. She came to him. And had the condom, so he wasn't guilty of anything. He might have got away if he didn't know she was underage. No, he knew. If you're underage, you're not considered able to render consent, and therefore, no matter how willing they are, it's still statutory rape. Yeah, I'm telling you, this judge disagrees with you. Oh. He'd he'd be wrong. She. She'd still be wrong, too. No, she she was right. I'm sure There's so. also a judge that ruled that a chick didn't get raped because she was wearing jeans, and those are very difficult to get off. <laughs> That's a real case, too. All right, so yeah. Why is Larry laughing at rape? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not laughing at rape. I'm just laughing at the idea that a judge would be like, "Oh, well, it's not really rape. Your jeans were on, still, right?" They just, you know, like, where's the thing where it's like, well, okay, so because they didn't actually get to rape me, they didn't try to rape me? Like, no, just... no, no. The the perpetrator the perpetrator got the jeans off of her, but he his defense was that she helped him remove the jeans because he couldn't do it on his own because they were very tight jeans. That's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Judges rule all types of things. That doesn't mean that statutes aren't statutes. I mean, no, I think she was right in this case. Well, but Joe, just because a little girl tries to have sex with you, that makes it that that makes it okay for you to do it. It depends on the circumstances. No, it doesn't, Joe. It always makes it not okay because you're an adult, not in my and book. They're children, <laughs> not in my book, and not in the book of that judge. Where's Chris Hansen when you need him? <laughs> we don't 
we you don't want to be on the side of the people that are like it's okay to have sex with kids if they really want it see and that's the thing it's like i'm not gonna get caught up in the chris hansen shit because i'm not gonna go after a kid i don't want well, to what do if it. she goes after you see that's not chris hansen's thing it is that's what i'm talking yeah. about it is that their whole their whole thing is predicated on like the people they catch is the girls going after after them. Right. I absolutely did not hear what you oh, said. Basically, what he's saying is that like they get in these chat rooms, and the girls like approach these guys via chat, and then he's like, "Oh, come to my house and bring this and bring that. We're gonna have a great time." Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's uh, I won't get caught up in that because I don't go over a kid's house. Like, if she comes over my house, then it just depends on what's going on. Chris what, Hansen. What if she brings Chris Hansen with her? Well, then I'm gonna see him, right? Well, I mean, it depends on uh, at what point, though. If she, he'll be like, Joe, why'd you let this girl come to your house with these condoms and this baby powder? Then what you gonna say? You don't turn. You turned your mic off. You turned your mic off. Oh my bad. Sorry. I'm gonna say, she came to me. Like I. <laughs> but you know that. I didn't leave my house. I didn't. I didn't even approach her in the chat room. She approached me and asked if she could come over my place. And I'm like, I mean, it's a free country. This conversation's going Go where down. You want. A bad path, by the way. <laughs> I was like, jeez, like. It's no good. I didn't tell her to bring condoms. I didn't say bring wine. <laughs> like, I did not set this up. Okay. Like, she just kind of fell on me. It's like, yeah. man. All right, Joe. Just, you know. Not my fault, Chris. Always. Always keep a little. Not my fault. Keep a little bit for bail, Jay. Keep a little bit for bail. <laughs> uh, Moses. Yes. You want to talk to us a little bit about uh, Renew Your Vows and tell us why Secret Wars sucks? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a big fan of Dan Slott's writing, for one, and his writing for uh, Amazing Spider-Man in particular. That shit's amazing. <laughs> so Pun intended. <laughs> it wasn't, but that makes it better. Um, but yeah, so I finally caught up with the pre-Secret Wars Amazing Spider-Man mm -hmm. before Renew Your Vows, and I mean, the shit just ended, like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't how 699 ended before, uh, what do you call Superior? it? Superior? Right, it, it wasn't like Dying Wish, you know, like, it just it's just his company got destroyed and all his projects were destroyed and then that's it and then boom Secret Wars is next and from what you tell me Larry there's no thing unless you know you've changed it from last week there's nothing indicating a Peter Parker 616 perspective on Secret Wars Mm, I I haven't seen I right. haven't read I haven't read one because six one six Peter Parker is in the actual Secret Wars book. Like right, and he doesn't he has like three word bubbles. Well, you gotta give him a chance to warm up. There's a lot of characters. 
It's issue three. Yeah, but still, he's the issue but one and two wasn't still, about it's him. Still not a, it's still not a perspective. His perspective, even if he even if he has a page, <laughs> it, it, it's not an amazing Spider-Man tie-in. Gotcha. You know. Um, but yeah, it, it, just catching up. It really, it it really makes me think this Secret War shit is bullshit, and they're gonna go back to uh, a somewhat normal Marvel universe. It's not as drastic as it, this is. It almost feels like an Age of Apocalypse at this point because it's so different that it's so different that the littlest thing could bring it back to normalcy if normalcy is actually a word normalcy is a word but but I'm not quite understanding Mo because I do get that I get the age of apocalypse reference that I that I do get um, I don't understand why the la- later the last issues of amazing spider-man make you feel like the Secret Wars joint isn't actually going to have any like lasting ramifications. I mean, it might, but Spider-Man will probably be untouched. Um, with uh, with Original Sin, it, it's like every time there's a, a big event, mm-hmm. Dan Slott curves the series into that and then out of it. Gotcha. When it happened, right? Mm-hmm. But this secret worship, it didn't curve into it at all. Like, I mean, the the, the closest thing to that would have been the uh, Spider Verse, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. it's the whole parallel universe thing and mm-hmm. jumping from one universe to the other, and then those universes being de- destroyed in Secret Wars. Like, technically, Spider Verse would have been an easy way to transition into Secret Wars. Well, technically, and I haven't read the book yet, but they, there is a Spider Verse. Uh, uh, Secret Wars tie-in, and that is like that spins directly out of uh, out of what happened in Spider Verse. Look, that might be that's all fine and dandy. All I know is that Spider Verse touted itself as being every Spider-Man ever, mm-hmm. except this Renew Your Vow Spider-Man from Secret Wars. Well, Renew Your Vow Spider-Man comes after Spider Verse, though. Look. It's, then it's not every Spider-Man ever. Well, <laughs> so you want them to even have the Spider-Man that didn't exist yet? I, I'm just saying, like, Dan Slott didn't anticipate the Secret Wars like that. Which means that, yeah, you know, we were talking about Miles Morales' his, his series and all this stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the, the, the universe is going to go back to normal or somewhat normal uh, with some tweaks, but I, I, apparently, no tweaks that affect me in any way. Well, who knows? The the Spider Man that you get coming out of Secret Wars might be renew your vows, Spider Man. It might be a Spider Man with Mary Jane and a kid. I would hate that. Would Would you really? I mean, he's had so much fun with Carly, and then even just him, ta- like because you're also forgetting that they were building up uh, a Felicia Hardy storyline. Mm-hmm. In those amazing Spider-Mans, in the backups, yeah. So even them kind of reconciling would be something new and fresh for Spider-Man. That's not that new and fresh, but the way that that slot would do it now would probably be awesome. 
the the Felicia Hardy storylines kind of kind of continued over to Silk with Peter Parker. Yes. And then how's that going to work after in the Secret War? Because I mean, it, it assumed like I, I assume rather, mm-hmm. and maybe. Maybe I'm I'm a stupid fuck for buying Marvel comics and assuming things based <laughs> on what I, on the few books I read, uh-huh. and you know maybe Marvel's ba- banking on that, but it, it just seems like everything ended in a weird abrupt way before Secret Wars. I mean, uh, Silver Surfer went that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing Spider-Man. Now I re- come to realize went that way. Mm-hmm. And I assume all those shitty like boutique books that nobody reads are going that way too. But I mean, if you say that Silk is still going on, that might be something uh, worth looking into. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's like you have some books that just kind of like you said they did kind of like end their arc and made no reference to Secret Wars, and then the next book is just whatever the Secret Wars tie-in is, and then you have some that are still going but they're clearly before secret wars and um they just like they're finishing out their arcs up i would think but then you do have a few books that go directly into secret wars and it's uh how those those particular characters are spending their last the last days and and those are like literally the 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 tie-ins because you have uh um what it's like the last days of and whatever the the book is right now i know miss marvel has one of those magneto has one and um and um the mighty avengers has one oh and loki loki has one as well and so all those are like literally books that are people on earth as the incursion is happening and what they're doing to try to stop it if they can uh the last the magneto one had the last one had sugar man in it (laughs) and i was like son of a bitch i can't believe it's sugar man i saw him on the cover and i was like angry apparently he survives everything look why did magneto kill sugar man i was like oh thank you jesus Somebody finally had the balls to kill Sugar Man. Jeez. I was like, thank you. What, Joe? Trying to remember the name of that book that I always forget the name of. With the Avengers on the island arcade. Avengers Arena. Thanks. You're welcome. So, oh, you got to read the new Runaways, Joe. There's a new Runaways? Secret Wars Runaways. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like you can get a Secret Wars book for whatever you want. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just everything. I didn't see a Secret Wars New Warriors. And I didn't see a Secret Wars Nomad. <laughs> I'm sure Nomad is in there somewhere, I'm sure. I don't know where, but I'm sure Nomad's in there somewhere. As far as uh, New Warriors goes, I don't know about that one. We'll have to see. Especially since, how can you be so sure Nomad is in there? I just because it's like she died. It, dude, you realize there's multiple versions of like all these characters in all these different worlds, right? 
Like, in fact, Thor's, Thor's is about someone being a serial killer, killing the same person, the same version, or, or the different versions of the same person from world to world, which is awesome. I was like, dude, it's such a cool story. I mean, I've seen, I've heard that story before. Oh, okay, Joe. I mean, feel free to, you know, scratch your neck and hate, whatever. <laughs> it's like, all, all I'm telling you is, I'm trying to show you that there's some hope that your nomad is in one of these worlds. But okay. you know what? Never mind. Forget it. Yeah. I, I, hopefully, the, hopefully they'll erase her. <laughs> Hope, hopefully. Like, I bet you nomad's in one of those ghost racer books. She gets blown up on her tricycle. No, I'm going to hope. Her, her flaming tricycle. I hope she shows up. So, Mo, you won't be happy if uh, Mary Jane and Peter Parker are living happily at the end of Secret Wars? I mean, uh, it's just the the shit with the macaroni chick, Carly, like, they did such a, they did everything in their fucking power to separate Mary Jane from Peter Parker, and, you know, it was shit, right? You know? The mm-hmm. one more date thing or what, what you would call it mm-hmm. omit you know like it was shit but then fucking Dan Slot came around and got that shit and made filet mignon out of it you know so it, it, it would be undermining Dan Slot's work well but what if it's Dan Slot doing it it's not it, it's always huh? editorial it, it's just Marvel people don't lash out at editorial like DC people do <laughs> but I mean I'm saying like all like up until this point, Dan Slott's been writing this book, and he's been making all these fantastic decisions. Like why, why do you feel like it'll change now that? Because not like he's not writing the the Spider-Man book for Secret Wars because he is. And what do you makes you feel like he won't be writing it coming out of Secret Wars and like making the same good decisions? I mean. I, I think all the good stuff after Secret Wars, if they mess it up, is going to come a year after from that slot. Like, he needs time to process all that shit <laughs> and make it work. Like, uh, you know, I can feel when they force Dan Slot into some event and he has to, you know, if you read his initiative books, like, they were good, but, you know, they weren't big time good, you know? Got you. And then you start reading Spider-Man into, like, Fear Itself. And then it's like, Fear Itself Spider-Man books by Dan Slott weren't as good as Spider-Island books. Or To the Ends of the Earth books. Oh, that's such a good know? series. Like, all, like it, it really, like, he turned Spider-Man into its little X-Men title. Where it's like... It could be in its own universe. It doesn't need any other Marvel universe. And if that, that's my all, biggest gripe all the time. It's like if Sony wants to make good Spider-Man movies, just hire Dan Slott to consult. And it's like Spider-Man don't need any other um, uh, superheroes in its universe to make it relevant or cool. Like right. Dan Slott consulting on the Sony Spider-Man could make it the greatest superhero movie of all time. Like he could fight a universal threat. He can fight a magical threat. He can fight just a, a, a fucking asshole with four extra adamantium arms threat. Mm-hmm. You know? I hear you. But who listens to me? 
Like you hear me, but you don't listen. <laughs> I blame Joe. Who writes that anyway? <laughs> Are you talking about Avengers Arena? No. Um, Secret Wars Runaways. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, I don't, I don't remember Joe. Which one, the Runaways or Avengers Arena? No, because Aven- Arena's is hopeless. Yeah, no, Arena. I remember. I don't remember Avengers. I mean, Avengers. Uh, Secret Wars Runaways. Okay, but yeah, it's good though. No, I want to read it. Yeah. Do you have it? I do. All right, let me read it. Okay. So, so Mo. What are you what are you giving uh, uh wait are 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 you rating renew your vows or are you rating secret wars or both Um I I'm basically taking my review back from secret wars uh, I mean from renew your vows Okay from last week Yes I mean I love the covers Right like, especially the white it, ones Well those are the only ones right no, there, um, there's another cover. Nah, there's only white covers. In fact, I'm tomorrow. I'm gonna go buy Thor's number one white cover since you praised it highly today. Yeah, no, it's a great book, man. I mean, I'm not gonna read it. I'm just gonna get the white cover. <laughs> it's a great book. Because I, I saw it and I'm like, it's a white cover. I should get it. And then it was seven bucks, but I'm like. I don't know if it's any good, but you said it's good, so I'll take your word for it, even though I won't read it. But yeah, if, um, if you read it, you'll be getting Thor's two and three and four. Do they have white covers? Probably not. Why not? Because their numbers twos, threes, and fours. Yeah, but off numbers get white covers sometimes. Only on IDW. Sometimes on image, or I guess it's just the Walking Dead. On Big Doc Inc. (laughs) And last but not least, uh, I have Justice League of America here, which is uh, written and drawn by Brian Hitch. Oh, really? What man? What can I? What? What? Hmm? What? I didn't realize he was drawing it too. You didn't realize that this is Brian Hitch drawing? Yeah. You know that's what he does, right? Generally. He's an artist. I don't I'm not familiar with Brian Hitch. You don't remember Brian Hitch? All that authority work? I didn't read that. I'm I'm pretty sure I made you read it. I wanted you to make me read it, but you didn't. Okay. You kept it from me. I didn't. But okay. <laughs> authority was the one where the one chick had the superpower of running. Like she could jog. No, no, the authority. It came Wildstorm. Yeah, that's the woman that jogs, right? Oh, jogs about what do you mean she jogs? Like that that was the one where they were recruited like all the people for their special abilities. And the one chick she like was good at jogging. No, no, that's that you're thinking about you're thinking about friggin' uh uh Global frequency, right? Okay. No, the authority is what Stormwatch used to be, and then they became the authority. You don't remember this? I asked you if I could borrow it, but you 
Joe hates good superhero comics. Brian Hitch. <laughs> and then inks by a lot of other people. <laughs> and then colors by Alex Sinclair with Jeremy Cox. So this is his first writing forte, huh? I believe so. I believe so. I mean, I'm sure he's probably... I, I can't imagine like it's really, really his first. It might be like the first thing that maybe is published, maybe? No, we should probably just say it's his first. Okay. I think that would look better on him. <laughs> like, It's a really good try. Yeah? You, you feel like it, it was only a good try? Yeah. Okay. What what made it a good try versus like a good story? Um It's a pretty disjointed. And okay, like what felt disjointed about it? Well, you have like kind of three different things taking place and they don't necessarily have much to do with each other. So you're kind of like, it's like an anthology, except <laughs> without something to tie it all together. Okay. No, I could, I can, I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Because there is, there is a fair amount of things that happen in this book. Because you do have like Superman dealing, which I'm pretty sure he stole that from a uh, Bravest Warriors. He stole what from Bravest Warriors? The dead Superman. Wait, okay. Well, why don't you tell people what you're talking about first? Because I didn't say dead Superman yet. So in Bravest <laughs> Warriors, the warriors come into this room and they see. Like a dead, ver like themselves dead on the floor, right? And that's basically what happens with Superman in this book. Oh my God, that he did that! Yeah. Oh, what a fucking hack! I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure Bravest Warriors did it better. Bravest Warriors did it amazing, because you have like the first team like tries to find out what happened to the like why they're dead. Right. And then they end up dying. Right. And then the other team comes and they see like two sets of their dead bodies and they're like, I'm not going in there. And they all leave and avoid the whole thing. But here they just like they keep going with it. Although I will say it it is a good image. Mm -hmm. So on the art style, like on the art end of it, it's kinda cool. Mm hmm But as for the story part of it, it's a good try. Well, but it's fair to say though, like they don't you don't know why that's happening from this story. You just know that it's happening. Right. So how can you say it's like not a good like you can't say, "Oh, well, they tried it, but they didn't do it good." If you don't know what they've done yet, right? Yeah, I can. How? Because I've seen what they've showed me. But, yeah, but it's like they set a piece and you don't know what they're going to do with it yet. Right. But you're just like, well, all I know is they're going to do it wrong. 
No, I didn't say anything about what they are going to do. Uh-huh. I said what they're doing. Like, right now it's wrong. Why? Maybe they'll put another piece in and it'll be right. It's kind of like building a bed. It's like when you have three of the legs on and the fourth one off, it's wrong. Now, maybe when they put that fourth one on, <laughs> it'll be right. Well, but from right now, I'm looking at a three-legged bed and I'm like, or, this or, is wrong. Or I could just be like, I'm putting it on now. Why don't you shut up and let me do my work? Hey, you're the one trying to convince me to hang around for that fourth leg to come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not trying okay. to conv- it's not trying to convince you. It's no, just- it is. It's like this is the first issue. You want me to buy the second issue, right? Like right now, I'm looking at a three legged bed, and I don't know. Like, I think maybe I should hire someone else to come fix this bed. <laughs> you don't think- put this together. You don't think that fourth leg know, is going to come? I don't know if that fourth leg is going to come. <laughs> I don't know if it comes if he's going to have the screws to put it in. Like, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing them a pretty fucked up bed right now. That's fair. So then, uh, you know, Brian Hitch is known primarily for, for his art. You know, when we, when we talk about uh, the whole concept of widescreen comics, he's like kind of the guy that brought that to the table oh so it was his idea to have that widescreen ad for twix no no that was definitely not his idea that's that was in other books too right oh it's in every book every dc book for this month which is the worst ad in the history of comic books like it's it's i hate this ad more than i do the ones that are like look like a page from your book (laughs) and you turn to it and you're like what the hell why is there a child in spider-man's arms like you know i don't i don't like those ads but i hate these twix ads even more because they totally mess with the the entire flow of every book like even the books i'm not enjoying i'm like oh this may this ad made it worse and so yeah those ads are dumb and brian hitch had nothing to do with them but um but yeah so with with I'm him also being not completely convinced he knows how parasites powers work. Why do you say that? I just like I see how he portrays parasite and it's well, wrong. Joe, you realize you are like you're used to reading parasite in old 52 and animated you and all that, but this is like DC Mo. Not <laughs> DC Mo. <laughs> Yeah, and I have my opinions on DC Mo, and man, they are kind of man. Well, let's keep on with JLA. That, yeah, that's a, that's a different conversation. So, but what do you what do you think of the art? Since you know, like that's Brian Hitch's style is like for the or known for the big, the big set piece kind of. Stuff. I like some of it. Um, like only a few pictures I kind of like stood out to me as being good. Even though everything was fairly consistent, there were still only like a few striking pictures. I thought. Okay. Gotcha. And what do you think of what do you think of like the look of the actual Justice League itself? Um, 
Oh, and you know what? I think he stole that picture of Aquaman. Like, I think he copied someone. What are, what are you talking about, Joe? What picture of Aquaman? Why when, did he, when he jumps into the sea? What made you feel like he would steal a picture? Like what? Like it's not like first of all, if you draw it yourself, even if it's like after someone else's design, that's not stealing. It's like it's like a homage, right? It's like a oh plagiarism. No, it's not. It's not plagiarism. <laughs> it's like if I drew it, I drew it. Like <laughs> it's like saying like. You know, it's like basically, uh, it's the same as say if you take study speeches and you notice a structure. It's like if I use the structure to write my speech, but it's my words. I'm not plagiarizing the speech. No, no, no. It's like if you see a book and you write it down, write it down word for word, but it's your writing. No, that's not, that's not the same thing. Like, yeah, that's what he did in Aquaman. Is it this picture? Yes. Oh. No. And you know it to be true. You've seen that picture before. I, I don't know that I have seen this picture before. Pretty sure Jim Lee drew it. Jim Lee drew a version of Aquaman like this? Yes. Mm. But yeah. as far as the look, I don't know. I think Wonder Woman is a little off, but that might be the colorist's fault. Uh, Green Lantern has done well. Flash. I mean, he's Flash. <laughs> uh, Batman's a little off. Like, it, it feels like he wasn't sure what version of Batman to draw. And so he... It kind of looks like an amorphous... style Batman... Hmm. Like you see what I mean? Uh, no, I, I I do, I do. But you know, honestly, I I feel like it's interesting because I'm I'm a Brian Hitch fan as far as his art, mm-hmm. and I like like I've I have plenty of books with him as the artist that I really really enjoy. This book I liked, but him drawing the Justice League was definitely part of. The thing that was a little strange to me, and I think it's because these characters are so iconic that just something about his art style doesn't quite fit almost any of them. It doesn't look bad though, and I definitely think I, I think like what you're talking about kind of touches on it a little bit, where it is like, you know, I'm not sure he didn't know what version of Batman he wanted to to do because I think this is like this is the new Fifty Two. Batman but it's just that his art style for whatever reason doesn't make him look like Batman all the way I think Green Lantern is one of the most successful ones and I don't know why but even the Superman kind of looked a little strange to me and the Wonder Woman when she comes in does look strange as well Um, some of the Aquaman pictures end up working but some of them don't you know cyborg turned out all right though <laughs> and and maybe that's because he's the yeah. least because he's the least iconic of all these guys here you know it's like yeah cyborg could have been better i mean he's not in the book much so <laughs> it's like it feels like when he does come but then i like cyborg so yeah, I like, like i pay attention to how he looks yeah i hear you 
But I, you know, I I would say like, I in I enjoyed reading the book, and I want to read the next issue because I want to read Global Frequencies. <laughs> why Why do you want to read Global Frequency now? I mean, I've been wanting to read it, but you either you can't find it when I ask or something or that's true sometimes. That's like I hide it from you. I but I mean, they re- they recruited that chick just because she could jog. Like she, she couldn't. That's awesome. She couldn't jog, Joe. She she was friggin' a world class parkour person. That's different. It's different. Right. She jogs. No, Joe. Joe, you jog. You barely jog. I don't jog. Well, okay. that's way too much. Well, look. Leg so movement. before you start trying to make people seem like their superpowers are lame. We're what, talking about what is lame about jogging? No, no, you know it's I not. It's give, not. No, it's the way you said it. Jim. I would give my right pinky nail to be able to jog. You can jog. You're just a lazy bastard. <laughs> okay, you, you that power you possess it. <laughs> you don't need no ring, or you don't have to mess around and wish. <laughs> you don't have to wait for a freaking irradiated rock to hit you in the head, or get bit by an animal. That has properties that it shouldn't have in it. <laughs> you can jog today. I tell you. But no, I, I liked it. I, li- I really did like this book. Uh, and I, I mean. Also, I, I'm not sure when it takes place. <laughs> nope. No one knows. It, this, it feels like it takes place before Convergence to me. Because of the versions of the characters that are on this book. As opposed to like, so why is number one taking place before convergence? I don't know. I feel like this should take place after. I don't. I don't know that it's that is the case, but like this version of Superman, I don't think exists after convergence. But I might be wrong because I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that like. Yeah, I don't know. But. Commissioner Gordon is Batman now. I did hear that. I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> but I liked this book. Um I think uh it's a it's a great initial outing for Brian Hitch who's not known for being a writer. The story did feel like it was kind of akin to those authority stories back in the day. I mean, obviously it's not as good as all the amazing people that wrote <laughs> wrote authority stories because it was like it might be no no that is I won't know until Ellis. you lend me authority no you're right it's like what I mean it was what Warren Ellis and then Mark, Mark Millar, Millar and then it was Millar when nobody gave a shit about what he wrote right and and then after that it was friggin it wasn't Morrison who was it it was damn it somebody else another like big name we're just like well like brew baker did one of them i think or like one of the offshoots oh yeah i think brew baker did uh monarchy i think or something yeah like that. but yeah but yeah <laughs> it, it's okay we'll figure it out so uh yeah i think it like i said it's a decent outing for a first book um and I'm I was interested. I I'll probably give it three and a half out of five. What about you, Jay? I 
Um, I don't know. I could give it a three out of five. Like, it's not all there yet, but it's definitely salvageable. <laughs> um, definitely the origin of these people that are like farming the dead Superman. Mm-hmm. Had, like, they potentially could be pretty interesting. But, uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Like, I'll definitely let you tell me about issue two. <laughs> Got it. Thanks, Joe. I, I appreciate it. He's so kind. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, a couple of the quick stories. Uh, they did, or season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has confirmed that the Secret Warriors are going to be a part of it. Who? The Secret Warriors. <laughs> Who are they? Um, during, or after, uh, or I, I guess actually not... After Secret War and like just before and going into Dark Reign, Nick Fury had a group of superheroes that he put together that he like kept secret with a whole bunch of various powers. And uh, those were called the Secret Warriors or called Nick Fury's Secret Warriors. One of which was uh, friggin' Daisy Johnson, Quake. Who's in Shield now? I know who Daisy Johnson is. You don't know who she is. I do. Okay. Remember, I nominated her for Sword. <laughs> did you? I'm pretty sure I did. I meant to. <laughs> okay. That's that lip quiver. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, so. Um. Also, a little bit of news, real quick. While you're saying, um, 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 um Chris Samney, you know who that is, right? Yes, Larry. I do. He has an Instagram, and he just did a quick doodle of Midnighter, and it's probably the best Midnighter I've ever seen. Really. I want to see that. I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah. I get yeah. Chris Samney, one word on Instagram, and he he does a lot of duels, but this one really like it made me double tap it. <laughs> Is that what it did? Yeah, I'm not mad at that. It made it double tap it. If you know what I mean. Wait, what? Sorry. Oh yeah, that midnight is awesome. See Joe, awesome midnight. Uh, that was actually one of the. Uh, you see it, Joe? Yeah, I see it. It's <laughs> Joe's like f midnighter. I don't know. That picture doesn't do much for me. He'll f you. I'll do it. I don't know. He reminds me of Big Daddy. <laughs> okay. That's what's wrong with that movie. <laughs> That's funny. 
Um, yeah, there's, there's, uh, you can see the Batman influence prominently in, in that. Yeah. Um, that was, it's funny because Jay and I were actually talking about reading, uh, some of the new DC books, <laughs> like, that have come out. And Midnighter was one of them that I was kind of like, it's okay. It's not, it's not, it's kind of, it's kind of going back to Midnighter that I kind of, the character I enjoyed reading back in the day, but not all the way. And there's a lot of weird things happening in the new 52 or the DCU, DC Mo. <laughs> I don't know why Gordon is Batman. Oh, you know. That's part that of the mystery. to me. It's part of the mystery. <laughs> but uh, I do like his attitude, kind of. Well, you read him in Batgirl, right? Yeah. Okay. Where else would I read him? I think in Batman. So Scott Snyder's doing Gordon Batman? I think so. I don't know that for a fact, but I think so. Man, you're going to make me pick up an issue of Batman. It's a good book. I don't know. I've never thought so. No, no I'm sorry. I've never thought Snyder's run was a good Batman. No? I mean, it's not always bad, but it's never been particularly good. Okay. At least the ones I've read. And admittedly, I stopped reading after they weren't being good enough. You didn't like the Court of Owls stuff? I didn't read that much of it. I only oh. read the one where he's going insane and to me that book was all about Capullo <laughs> why, why does the Snyder's contribution count I don't know I just <laughs> like I feel like if you took out the words mm -hmm. it would still be a phenomenal book yeah but like it would just be an amazing book yeah but you realize like Snyder's the one that tells him what to draw right no Yes. No, I'm saying I don't realize that. Oh, you should. I don't know why I would. Because it's true. Because <laughs> I don't know, know what comic writers do. Well, different teams do different things. Like some writers. Nope. Give... <laughs> Most of said nope. I mean, they do it different Some writers ways. give their artists, like, a huge amount of freedom. Nope. And some do. Nope. I mean, uh, I'll give Joe that. Like, some writers do give some artists more freedom. But generally nope. speaking, <laughs> generally speaking, the writer creates a story. And the story is what dictates what the artist draws. Not necessarily yep. how they draw it, but what they draw. So it's not like you could be like, oh, well, if you take Snyder out of the equation, Capullo uh, would have just drawn that anyway. Like, like he would have been drawing Spawn like 187. <laughs> it's like Capullo's the one that tells him. I mean, Snyder's the one that tells him what to draw. Maybe that's true. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. No, no, I'm I telling you. Looked into it. I can't just take your word for it. You, you say anything to get me to agree with what you think. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's true. Look, Writers create let, stories and then artists draw them. That's what comics are. The only person that I know that does things drastically different than that is friggin' 
It's freaking. Uh, oh boy, damn it! Look, what's let, my what's my boy's name? Scott Elephant tell Man. Me. Let's let Scott oh, tell me. Richard Starkings. Starkings does it different. Let Let Scott tell me that he was the one that told Capullo to draw, make sure that he drew it so that it was you had to turn the book around. Like let let him tell me well, that. I mean, I'm not gonna say. I think he did. Like, <laughs> well, I didn't say let Mo tell me that. I said let no, Scott I think, tell me I think that. Scott told Larry when he interviewed him at Comic Con on our YouTube channel. I, he, he very well might have. Did I but, say let Scott tell Larry? Or did but, I say let Scott like, tell you me? You filmed it. I don't pay attention to what's being said <laughs> when I film. Look, that's not Scott's fault. My. <laughs> My main concern is getting the shot and making sure assholes don't walk through my shot and making sure that the audio is right. I don't have time to actually listen to what's being said. No, but, and but Scott, the audio wasn't that right. Hey, I'm not a fucking... <laughs> I'm not perfect. I stopped assholes from walking through the shot, didn't I? Most of them, yes. So then, if Scott really wanted me to know... He could have told me after. He could have been. That, he could have came up to me and said, hey, "You heard the part about where I said uh, I told Capullo to like make it so you have to turn the book around," but he didn't. I don't know. But but and I, will I don't say, know that he told you because I haven't watched it. I will say this: even the, even if he didn't tell Capullo to like actually turn the book around, the thing that he actually turned around that if Capullo came up with that idea himself, he didn't come up with the idea of. What the like the setting that made that possible? Like he might have come up with the mechanic, but he wasn't the one that came up with the story to make that scene happen. So you still have to give Snyder credit because it's not like otherwise he would have just been drawing like a pinwheel or something and be like, "Oh, that was so cool! Look, when it turned the pinwheel." I don't really think I have to give Scott that much credit. I mean, you don't have to, but you'd be wrong not to because it's a collaboration. No, I think I'm alright. <laughs> okay. Like, I give him credit for the books where the words actually matter. Right? Y you gave him... And in this case, I just think if you take the words out, it's still a great book. Right. I'm just saying that the... You're basically saying Kupuyo does an amazing job at telling a story visually, which is true. Well, thank for you. That, for that book. What I'm saying is the story. Also, that he, the, Gone is a great book. The story that he tells visually is Scott Snyder's story. Yeah, but that doesn't explain how Gone is such a great book. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the story that you love so much that doesn't need words. Scott Snyder made that story, and that makes that's harder to do. Like, I mean, it's not harder to do than the drawing. What I'm saying is, it's harder to tell a story that doesn't need words. Tell than, that to the writer of Gone. But it's harder to tell a story that doesn't need words. Tell him that you need words to have a good story. I mean, in comics, a lot of them you do. Not all of them. Not in Gone. Okay. I so don't... I'm just saying that... I can't Capullo, speak to I'm just saying Capullo is great, a great artist. Right. And if I read Batman, it would just be to see his art. <clears throat> and Snyder's a no-talent hack. Got it. I didn't say that. That's what I exactly. heard. Exactly. That's what I heard. Uh, last All I said was let him tell me how much influence he has over what gets drawn. <laughs> uh, last story before we get out of here. Friggin', oh, you son of a celibate. 
Um, so rumor mill is churning, saying that Thanos may not be the only major villain in the Infinity War movie, and well, they don't have the rights to Galactus, <laughs> and Ego is like no, but I don't even think they have the rights to him, right? Uh, they probably do have the rights to ego. I think Fox has ego. Why? Because he's a, uh, he had a lot of dealings with the Fantastic Four. I don't know. Possibly. Like uh, they might have the Living Tribunal, but he's not a bad guy. He's actually pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, word on the street is that IGN found a posting, and everybody's saying, take this with a grain of salt at actingauditions.org where they're trying to cast for someone to be the Magus which for those that don't know I know who the Magus is I I know you know (laughs) that's why I said for those that don't know not for Joes (laughs) those that don't know Magus is uh, Adam Warlock's bad side which you know some of you are saying well who's Adam Warlock and so is there going to be a soul gem or not? Because if there's a soul gem, if there's no soul gem and there's a magus, then <laughs> there there is supposed to be a soul gem. I mean, unless they're just bringing them in to introduce the cancerverse Joe. and the revengers. Why, why are we going to the cancerverse? That's where the magus comes from. That's no. his home. No, that's not where the magus comes from. That's his adopted home. <laughs> Uh, um. Yeah this 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 is what they say. This listing says it says Adam Warlock's bad side. The Magus separates from his body and assembles the Infinity Gauntlet. Magus creates doppelgangers of Earth's heroes as the par- Revengers. No, as doppelgangers of Earth's heroes as part of his plan to recreate a universe of evil. Why don't he just go to the Cancerverse if he has the fucking Infinity Gauntlet? Why? He why? could just go to the Cancer... All the, all the bad heroes he wants are there. Joe, you remember Infinity War? No. You don't remember Infinity War? I remember Infinity Crusade and then Infinity... I remember Infinity Crusade. You don't remember Infinity Gauntlet? No. You don't remember Gauntlet or War, but you remember Crusade. Wait, was War the one where where Thanos turned off the time gem so he can? You know, I do remember War. You know? He turned off the time gem <laughs> to impress Death. I I don't remember that part. Yeah, remember but... because she was like turning away from him, and he's like, "What if I turned off the time gem so that I couldn't?" didn't know my enemy's moves in advance like he was trying to impress her oh no that's Infinity Gauntlet really? yeah oh I guess I remember Gauntlet then <laughs> yeah Infinity War is when like it, that, all that happens like where in he, war? he creates doppelgangers of all the heroes you remember like all these evil versions oh you know what I do that was when that, that fucked up spider man yeah yeah who survived the fucking war <laughs> So it's interesting. But Crusade was the best. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. 
All right. It's time to get out of here. I think Moses left us already. Moses no, I'm still here. I'm just ignoring you. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. We I'm appreciate... touching my dick. Oh, well, there it See, is. See, the goddess does it for him, too. Wow. <laughs> wow. She does. I don't know what that means. Jay, why don't you give us some final thoughts? Um, Archie versus Predator still going strong. I have to read that still. I haven't done it yet. It's amazing. Cool. And hilarious. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, happy birthday to the creator of Collectors, the webcomic, Eddie D'Angelini, and also the owner of Heidi Ho Comics. Wow. Nice. Happy birthday, Eddie. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, why don't you make sure you tune in, hang out, and all that jazz. It'll be a good time. So, uh, yeah, I guess until next week. Uh, yeah, we're out. Later. It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.